That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Avakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at avakind.com. And leave us a message. You can reach us at 833-AVAKIND. Okay, so our book, Work Wife, about the power of female friendship to fuel successful businesses just came out, and we could not be more excited. Order it on ofakind.com, at your favorite indie bookstore, or wherever else books are sold. Follow at WorkWifeHQ on Instagram for news and appearance dates, and tune into this here podcast, where through March, we're interviewing some of the workwives who make us so happy to be part of this club. Together, owner Maiko Kyogoku and executive chef Emily Yuan run Beso, a restaurant in Soho that we love Obsessed here in New York with. City. Obsessed with. It is devoted to a modern take on everyday Japanese comfort food. The homey space is designed as a warm gathering place for people to connect. The design is very influenced by time Maiko spent working with Takashi Murakami. Hi, Welcome, guys. guys. Thank you so much for being Thank here. You. Thanks for having us. Um, we are so excited to have you. Can you tell us how you guys met? What's your meet cute? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> we both worked for Danielle Balut, mm-hmm. and we met at Balut Sud, Danielle's a Mediterranean restaurant. I restaurant. love. Such a good restaurant. The Great grapefruit food. the grapefruit dessert there oh is I'm obsessed Outstanding. with. It's so it's special. Amazing. What were you both doing there? So I was the director of private dining, and Emily was a sous chef at Balut Sud. Cool. And mm-hmm. how long did you guys work together? Maybe like six months. Oh, so not that Maybe long. Maybe a little, a little longer than that. Maybe almost a year. Yeah. Because I was there from 20... Oh, this is good. This now. is like a reflection. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let me see. I was there from 2012. Oh, wait, no. No. It's wrong. 2013 to 2015. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Around the same time. Okay. And so you didn't overlap for that long, but did you develop a working relationship there? So w- what's interesting between me and Emily is that we... We worked together for Danielle, and then we really, I mean, we had a working relationship, but we really established a closer friendship after okay. all of that. So after I had left, I was doing some freelance work, and we reunited when we were working for the Gohan Society event. Mm. It was like a fundraising mm-hmm. event. And then... I had been thinking about opening some loose form of Besso for a while, and then 
I had been doing some pop-up event and posted about it. And Emily was like, are you looking for a chef? And it was <laughs> one of these like, I'm, I'm like, yes, I am. And then we started to... We met for know. coffee and we started talking. And I think, um, I think, yeah. We And then we basically were cooking together for like... I don't know. I want to say like four? six. No, like because we signed. I signed the lease in January, oh, yeah. and then and then we opened in August. So it was like six or seven months. Emily of thinks cooking. your relationship happened over the course of like six months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the forgettable one. <laughs> so so yeah. what drew you together as friends? What made you connect and feel like you you know how to bond outside of the first restaurant you worked at together? I think for my. I mean, I I can only speak for myself, but when we were working together at. Dynex, I mean, Emily automatically stood out as, you know, one of the calmest people in the kitchen, mm. one of the only female sous chefs or like, you know, people in like managerial levels. And she was always like very calm demeanor, a lot of like calm presence. And it was the type of kind of character I wanted as a partner. Yeah. So, and when you were looking for a partner in the restaurant, you knew you needed the chef counterpart, right? Definitely. But you have a lot of opinions about food yourself because you the the concept of the restaurant was has very driven by your personal experience with food. It's true. And I also grew up in a restaurant family, and my right. dad's a chef, and he's played a big role in in the making of, I mean, some components of dishes and. I mean, a lot of the dishes and and the menu is based on some of my childhood favorites. So, mm. um, so what does the relationship between you guys look like when it comes to developing recipes? Then, because it's like you're both you guys are both contributing to the act to the concepts of the food. Um, I think we have a very now that we have a, like a very natural um, way of creating the food together, and I think. Uh, Sometimes it might come from something like an ingredient we saw or something we ate outside and we'll like have like hours and hours of dialogue about it and it'll be like, oh, we get really excited about this. Like, for example, we just like cooked something at the restaurant maybe an hour ago. <laughs> it was like a, a curry doria mm -hmm. and um, I think we were like, oh, should we put this on the menu? Should we not put this on the menu? And then we fed it to our staff and they had like just... A really great reaction to it. We're like, okay. So then, then on the way here, we're like, okay, well, we need to talk about how we're going to fit this on the menu. And it's just like what we love about it. Um, yeah. So did you, were you the one actually cooking? Were both of you guys cooking it? Or so what, how does it break yeah. down? Yeah. So um, it depends. Sometimes if it's like uh, she might be cooking something and then it'll be like, uh, she'll be like, okay, we, what, what else do we need? And then I'll be like, okay, I think we need this. Or like, it might be me cooking it. Well, for this dish in particular, I think it was like, okay, I think we need to add more onions to it, make it more like a French onion soup. So like, she'll have the idea of like adding like onions and like, and then I'll like source it and try to make it work for in a restaurant setting. Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys think during that period of time, those six months or so when you were cooking together, what were you hoping to feel out in each other? What Did you think of it as a test run or how were you approaching it? The months leading up to the opening, I mean, Emily can talk more about this too, but Emily has a huge background in French fine dining cuisine, but this was her first foray into Japanese food. And so those months were spent kind of cooking with my dad, staging at different restaurants like Kajitsu mm. and and one or eight and and also just getting to know each other and our mm -hmm. styles in the kitchen. Um, 
but really like learning Japanese food and the、mm-hmm. basics for the first time. So we would spend a lot of time in the kitchen together at my dad's house on the Upper West Side, and we would go through some of the most basic recipes.、Um, we, you know, started off with things like rice miso soup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We moved on to like home tr- kind of. Home cooking staples,、um, and at some point we even went to fr- my friends, like my Japanese friends' moms' houses, and learned、cool. how to make like minji katsu, for example,、yeah. which is kind of a ground meat croquette. Or you know, we would learn from different people,、mm-hmm. and I, I really wanted Emily to kind of immerse herself in Japanese home cooking, but then kind of put her own spins on it too. And you know, beso is very much rooted in Japanese home cooking, but it's also about updating those classics and kind of putting our own twist on things and our own interpretation. So,、um, having that outsider's perspective has really helped to make our menu really dynamic. What about you, Emily? What was that experience like being approached by someone who? Wanted to work with you from a business perspective, but you knew she was going to be involved in sort of influencing the food and creating the recipes and stuff like that.、Um, I felt like it was kind of a perfect timing for me because I knew I didn't want to do French food anymore. So it was、mm-hmm. like kind of、um, it was a direction that I felt like I、uh, something to give me direction. Sorry.、Um, So I think it, it was like just a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learning something new, and I think that's one of the greatest things that I, you know, love about、uh, the culinary industry is like it's、uh, always a learning process. So you never stop learning. I think it was a perfect timing and perfect time my place to do that. What What about developing this kitchen from scratch has been different from the other kitchens that you've worked in? I mean. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>、um, I've never、uh, been involved in a project where it was from opening, so、mm. it was a lot of unknown and a lot of figuring it out、um, together. And I think,、uh, yeah, a lot of、um. <laughs> well, I think if we did it again, we would probably design it a little differently. You know, like initially.、Um, Like we thought that we needed a ton of ovens, right? <laughs> like we we thought we didn't have enough with the two, and we wanted to have a convection oven.、Yeah. And we real our one of our ovens is basically a like a saute pan holder. It's like storage. <laughs> That's so、yeah. New York of you. Yeah, very sex in <laughs> yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like we realized. I mean, I you know I don't come from a professional like kitchen background. I、mm-hmm. cook at home, but doing it. Every night, like we realize that Japanese food, a lot of it is、um, preparing beforehand,、mm. and it's not about.、Mm-hmm. Co- I mean, I think it's also just the nature of、um, making food in a restaurant, but but a lot of it is prepared beforehand, so you don't need a lot of oven time. Yeah.、Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, a big learning curve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> building a lot of shelves on our own. <laughs> Mental health is something that comes up a lot on this podcast, and frankly, it's something we think we should all be talking about a lot more. We take mental health very seriously around here, and if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, trouble sleeping, or something else entirely, first of all, we want you to know that you are not alone. Second of all, talking to a licensed therapist can help you feel better and achieve your goals. But when you don't feel great already, finding a therapist can feel like another daunting thing on your to-do list. Well, here's an easier way. With BetterHelp online counseling, you can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states and four modes of communication: 
text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours and schedule weekly secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Everything you share is confidential, and if for any reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a different one. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. There's also broad expertise in the counselor network, which may not be available locally in many areas. Best of all, it is a truly affordable option. And a few things listeners get 10% off their first month with the code, a few things. So why not get started today? Just fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you love. A few things listeners get 10% off their first month with the discount code, a few things. So why not get started today? Just fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you love. Go to betterhelp.com slash a few things. That's betterhelp.com slash a few things. How do you guys give each other feedback on on your separate roles? Oh, I, th- I mean, I think we're always very honest, um, but respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important to be respectful, but uh, also be like, yeah, honest, because our common goal is always to make the restaurant better and um, put our restaurant baby first. So we're always striving towards uh, making it better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've been to Beso, you know that it's a completely open space. Mm-hmm. So um, what's interesting about the work environment there is that everyone hears everything we're mm-hmm. doing and mm-hmm. saying, you know, like there's that no, so we have zero office space. So yeah. our office is the kitchen counter. Yeah. So we'll be talking to each other and then facing us will be our cooks prepping for the day. Yeah. So there's really no like there's no mean, hiding it. There's no, no hiding. There's no real BS. It's just like saying things and as they come. And people are listening to our conversations, like our phone conferences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very it's a very open environment, but it also makes for honest communication mm-hmm. and our our employees feel you know, I think they feel pretty open to telling us when something's bothering them or, you know, when they want to bring up something. And that's the same between us, too. That's so wonderful. We call her therapy, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Therapist, sorry. Um, because a restaurant can be just so, so, so hectic, how do you guys carve out time to make decisions together or to, to you know, put your heads together on menus or recipes or, or operational things? just don't sleep. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Um, I think I get a text message from my co every morning when I wake up. What time in the morning? Uh, well, she wakes up much earlier than me. So, so you she... wake up to a text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll wake up to a text. Um, and I think we're just always in constant communication yeah. about our thoughts. and. Everything. I mean, we, we have a we have an ongoing Pinterest board, for mm. example. Oh, interesting. So a lot of times, like, I'll see something and I'll pin it. And hmm. then, you know. And this is like recipes or decor ideas? Every There's yeah. different yeah. categories. So but it's you like, like Besso, operate with shared Pinterest. Yeah. That's interesting. Like Besso design, Besso food. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. awesome. I love that. <clears throat> and then do you comment on the Pinterest together or do you talk through them? We normally talk through yeah. them. I love that. Or we'll just send each other pictures. and. A lot of yeah. times also I get inspired by recipes I read on Japanese websites. Uh-huh. And Emily doesn't read Japanese, yeah. but like I'll send her something that I saw mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it. And then like a lot of times Emily will Google translate it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before we discuss. Yeah. Do you so. guys make time to do things that are sort of friendship things that are separate from the restaurant? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you guys do? <laughs> I mean, Yoga? a lot of 
it is like I know restaurant adjacent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like within the five blocks of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but um, like I love Spartan. hot yoga and we did we, a Spartan race. That's true. What? <laughs> you guys, that's a awesome. Spartan race. Never again. Spartan race. <laughs> <laughs> Spartan race. Uh, Spartan race is one of those like. It's um, like the mud, yeah, like right. a tough mutter situation. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. That's hardcore. It was. Yeah. That's such it. good team building. <laughs> Amazing. Was it just the two of you? Yeah, it was before the restaurant opened. Right. Wow. So it was like your. We, so something we talked about test. in the book is that there that, that basically if you haven't worked together in close proximity or haven't partnered together, sometimes there's these like ideas of like taking a trip together and seeing how that goes or like spending concentrated time together. And it sounds like a Spartan race. Would be a really <laughs> yeah. good that, I mean, test. whose idea was it to do it? I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> so, as a, and so you were like, will you do this with me? And did you think she was insane? I did. I was like, <laughs> no. <"Wait." laughs> I mean, I, I like the, that kind of, I love like adventure, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, just jumping in yeah. and doing something. I mean, we opened a restaurant. Right. So, yeah. But, um, but no, I, I, Often think she's crazy with her ideas, but she's yeah. trying to get me to do a half marathon. Oh I feel gosh. like there's such a good story here. Someone needs to profile like, the restaurant owners who do exercise challenges together. Well, I, so I ran the marathon a few years ago, and ever since we opened, like I haven't been running and um, signed up for the lottery for the New York City half, and I got it. So I was like, all right, now I need to train. I'm like, right. you need to do this with me. So I'm trying to convince her. But we're opening time out. So I'm like, this is the little Yeah, you're going to be in our right. neighborhood. That's right by our office. We're so excited. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that's, that's amazing. Time out market in Dumbo. That's yes. cool. Really excited about that. <laughs> it's going to be a game changer for that neighborhood. Um, with all of this stuff going on, how do you to protect each other from burnout? So, so... Ever since we opened, I mean, we've we've been open for almost two and a half yeah. years. So mm-hmm. last year, at the end of last year, I was like, you know, what what's our goal for the coming year? Not just business from a business standpoint, but like personally. Um, and we both agreed that we wanted to have a better work life balance, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're both workaholics, so totally. Like, but I feel like the restaurant <clears throat> industry, in particular, yeah. can be really can hard. really run you down. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the first year we were really just trying to survive. Yeah. Like it's really difficult to get mm-hmm. any days off, and so we were often working on six days or yeah. no days off. So this year we really made it an effort, and we we've, we've been able to have two days off for the most part. That's great. Um, the and same two days? No, no, no. Okay. So, so that that's kind of the, the I like, mean, trade-off. Yeah. The yeah. trade-off. Because that then w- that's two days less that you guys have together to work. Exactly. So we're mm-hmm. we've been taking more time, you know, just for kind of self-care and just mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. rest. But we haven't, you know, we've been spending less time together at the restaurant, mm-hmm. which, which is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Eric and I had a long stretch like that like the late summer, early fall, where we didn't see each other for like, I don't know, like a month kind of, because we kept alternating time off. And it was really hard because you're like, we need time to just sit down and figure stuff out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It can be hard to feel like you're making progress. But also good to get the time away. Yeah. Totally. Well, someone always has to be at the restaurant like one Mm -hmm. of us. So, yeah. So did you guys have like touch bases and stuff on... A little bit. Like, it was like we would slack some. Yeah. Um, and we knew it was coming, so we did a lot we of prep prepared for it. For it. Yeah. yeah. We did we a lot of prep for it. for it. And I think we had, like, one day of overlap in between, and we just knew that that had to be a time where we just carved out a bunch <clears throat> of time for each other, basically. Yeah. Well, now a lot of my days are spent 
more in the morning and then like leaving, you know, mid evening. Mm-hmm. Where and then Emily will come midday, and mm-hmm. so like so your afternoons or your time together. Right. Like yeah. the first the the couple hours before most of the staff arrive is like really yeah. key for right. us. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> um, what are your so what are your goals for 2019? I, I mean, <laughs> I know we haven't actually. We were just talking about it today. We haven't really come up with a grand plan. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, we're opening timeout. Yeah, uh, we're we're one. opening in timeout next year, so it'll be like our second official business. Yeah. so that's a keep big conquering. <laughs> yeah, keep conquering. Hey, that's great. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah, and do more. I mean, I, I would like to do. We should do another Spartan race or something. <laughs> yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> I I want to. Well, I'm trying to get her to do. I want to do like a duathlon or something. Yes, I've done like a sprint triathlon. <laughs> so it's like I mean, we were also distance. talking about getting like matching tattoos because one. No, of my, no, because <laughs> I know our buster out on this. Our, our bus boy got a Besso tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Like Did you cry? <laughs> yes, he like on his hand. It's wow. like pretty big. No hiding too. it. No. no hiding it. That he makes you to it. So happy. I know. Like your employees really love and value where they work. It's that true. is so special, you guys. <laughs> well, so he of, was like, yeah. well, "I've gotten it now. You now the boss is too happy to do it." <laughs> yeah. like, I Mom. think he's kind of right. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. With him. I don't have any tattoos <laughs> either. You but... can get it in a like a, a, a not conspicuous place yeah, where true. no one would ever see it. Unless, like on the yeah. side of your finger or yeah, something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> get it yeah. on the bottom of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, what I don't know. Yeah, I think we have a really great family at the restaurant. I, a lot of... I, a lot of employees like turn up on their days off. Really? Yeah. They hang out with each other on their days off and they show up on their days off. They call Wait, us mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you think the two of you or the two of you being women shapes this environment and fosters that? I think, I mean, I think it's a big factor. I mm-hmm. think the type of people who come to work with us are are really appreciative of that kind of working dynamic of two women. Yeah. Um, well, and if they hear you guys out in the open having all these honest conversations with each other, that it, 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 of course, it permeates the rest of the workplace, mm-hmm. and people learn from you guys that you know sort of what a working relationship should look like. Yeah, I think we have a lot of respect for each other, and I think they really see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in turn, I think it always start, starts from the top. So I think it definitely like just trickles down yeah. to everyone else, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, everyone like hangs out with each other, our dishwashers, like they all kind of take care of each other. And like if someone needs a like, I don't know, someone will they'll just bring like a coffee or a bubble tea to drop by to somebody if they're like feeling sad on their day off. And it's really endearing. I think that's so <laughs> significant, you guys. I mean, I think it, it, it particularly, I, listen, I, I don't work in the restaurant industry except for my brief stint as a hostess the summer of 2003 at Timothy's <laughs> sure. Waterfront Girl. Yeah. Um, but uh, the restaurant industry is not known for being like warm mm-hmm. like that, right? No. And And for fostering those types of relationships or that sort of a tone in the kitchen, right? Like mm-hmm. that's just not what it's known for. And I do think that having women but also having friendship like sort of at the top and that that being so open and transparent like you guys talked about i think that that that's why it, your like workplace is like that that's so cool 
I love that. We try. (laughs) It's working. And your food also is just so fucking good. Um, These guys cooked in my kitchen. Oh my gosh, we have to say that they really liked my labels. Oh my gosh. It is the most. They loved my label. They're the ultimate ideal user for your labels. It was like the first compliment they gave me (laughs) when they walked in. And And that's when Claire knew she was hooked. Like the most functional kitchen <laughs> it made me really happy but they they there were so many leftovers and we ate we ate it for days afterwards so, it good. so good so it's really good. everything was labeled it was a dream <laughs> yeah most people think i'm psycho who comes no it was a dream it, but i'm really i want to rehaul like my own kitchen to make it like yours it's all about the pea touch it's all about the pea touch um thank you so much for coming on this was amazing we loved 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 having you so much thank fun you. thank you that's the show if you liked this episode you will love our book work wife out march 5th it can be purchased on ofakind.com your friendly local bookstore anywhere else books are sold also write us a goodreads review this has been a production of dear media you can listen to us wherever podcasts are found stitcher itunes spotify follow us at of a kind on instagram and twitter and like our facebook page if you have ideas or requests for the show email them to a few things at of to advertise on the podcast that's advertising at of our intro music butterfield east is written and performed by the soulful saints and we are recording at alex's house Thank you.